cloud practitioners welcome to cloud tech talks your group to cloud podcast from amdes technologies this is sindhu priya marketing and analysis executive from amdes back again as your host for today's episode listeners get ready to get inspired by another outstanding guest today we have with us abhishek bansal a thought leader in iam having over 11 years of experience in the cyber security industry he had served at several leadership roles in large enterprises including founding teams of a few iga as a service based cyber security startups a recognized global leader in cyber security angel investor startup advisor and a subject matter expert of information security of abhishek had already been an insightful guest in one of our earlier episodes a panel discussion on critical elements of successful enterprise cloud ops and had been sweet enough to accept our request for an exclusive episode today on maximizing roi zero trust architecture principles in multi cloud hello abhishek welcome back one more time to cloud tech talks it uh, thank you sindhu thank you for the kind introduction a really pleasure for me to be here again all right so let's break the ice abhishek can you provide a brief overview of what is zero trust architecture for our cloud tech talks audience sure um, zero trust is a you know it's a concept and a framework uh, it um, it operates on some very basic principles of like you know never trust and always verify um zero trust uh, i mean it assumes you know like threat can come from anywhere like from inside uh, your organization from outside your network right and it can result or hinder in your uh, growth or business continuity and all those things so as the name suggest right it's a very uh, you know self explanatory term in itself as the name suggest uh, don't trust anyone or anything uh, and always verify right and nothing should be automatically uh, granted access to your systems or uh, you know or your property or your assets right uh, doesn't matter if they are your own users or your own employees or if if it is somebody coming from outside right so zero trust suggests that you know we have to make sure that we are always verifying uh, for example i come in and say that okay my name is abhishek sure uh, is there an evidence when you check my driver license or passport or things were that right and maybe do yeah. fingerprints or biometrics and match it with your records and maybe ask me security questions right so there are various uh, ways of verifying i mean we can go later in depth like what are you know effective versus inactive way ineffective ways of doing that uh, but in zero trust um there is i mean there is never an overkill for uh, if you really want to religiously follow zero trust it is always about you know seamless verification does that answer your question that exactly answered my question so uh, never rest with trust so continuously verify the identity and security posture of the users devices or applications for that matter before granting access so that is what zta is about is it yes yes is creating an ecosystem within your organization in which um, like uh, whosoever is trying to access your assets like assets could be physical assets as well right let's not 
uh, I mean, it could be any variety of assets, right? Any category of assets, your devices, your uh, building, office building, right? You want people to badge in before entering and all that. And then you have, uh, you know, your software, your application, your cloud infrastructure, on-prem infrastructure, uh, your physical documents, right? Whatever it is, right? So it is applicable in every realm uh, of your security. It is making sure that whosoever is trying to access any sort of asset within your company needs to go through a proper security check, like airport, right? You yeah. just cannot pass through the security. You have to go through it, right? Of course. So that, that, is, that is zero trust. Got it. So this is why the tech forerunners like Google, Microsoft, Cisco embraced ZTA to enhance their cybersecurity posture. So even Google pioneered this with their own ZTA framework called Beyond Corp, is it? Yeah. yeah because All right. It is the easiest ideology or it is the easiest fr framework to have some sort of uh, so far so far, right? Something better could come up any day. But so far, based on my understanding, right, it is one of the easiest frameworks which can give, uh, you know, a good amount of peace of mind to security practitioners that, okay, once, if you are validating everything at every step, right, what else can you do, right? So yep. for now, I mean, even in like literal English, uh, right, so if, somebody is constantly verifying uh, like the claims made by their end users, right? So, I mean, that is already, you know, very close to optimal security practice. Got it, exactly. You rightly pointed that out, Abhishek. So this brings me another question, like uh, there are many conventional security approaches, like uh, the traditional perimeter-based security, SDP, role-based access control, or attributes, uh, based access control. Why in the recent days ZTA is gaining prominence, especially in multi-cloud environments? So, I mean, uh, these are role-based access control, attribute-based access control, for example, you mentioned, right? So these could be all elements of uh, zero trust, right? Uh, directly all so zero trust is a much larger uh, framework than just this, right? So when we talk about security, uh, it starts from identification, like for mm -hmm. all the assets and users, you create an identity, right? And then you ask them to authenticate every time they want to interact with each other. Like think of your employees as assets as well for now. They are your users, right? So they are your very, the most critical asset from the security point of view, right? So, uh, and everything else is working around their security and for their well-being, including the organization security. But then you have to make sure that your safety of employees is also there. But now, like these assets interact with each other, like your users gonna interact with your platform. They're gonna interact with your applications, right? Uh, they're gonna use uh, your physical facilities and all that. So yeah. uh, role-based access control, attribute-based access control, these are like, you know, very mic uh, relatively uh, micro concepts in fr front of the whole zero trust thing. Zero trust involves like, you know, identification and then authentication. Like these assets, when they interact with each other, 
they have to authenticate with each other right they have Got to ensure that okay if uh, sindhu priya is trying to access uh, microsoft teams she has to first log in and then uh, do a multi factor authentication maybe enter an otp using her uh, mobile device right to really really okay. validate this is sindhu priya not somebody impersonating as sindhu priya mm-hmm. right? so that is authentication and then the next thing is which uh, in my opinion is the least talked about aspect of zero trust uh, maybe not talked about uh, but least uh, focused aspect of zero trust is authorization right in now uh, you validated that okay you created an identity for sindhu priya right and then she also authenticated that i want to use microsoft teams right this is my identity this is my password and this is my otp from my phone so this is based on your policy good enough proof or well evidence that yes i am sindhu priya now let me get into microsoft teams but uh, then ev- there are different functions and features in microsoft teams right so you uh, know whether can you send an invite or set up a call or start a call are you the host are you the and uh, you know participant or guest so those are different permissions so which permission is associated to your identity in this particular application that part is authorization okay, okay? so we talked about identification authentication and authorization so far now um, you know uh, once uh, you authorize the users like this rbac and abac thing which you mentioned they only focus on the authorization part right we still have identification and authentication under zero trust right okay. and then you after you authorize sindhupriya went in to teams application she did something over there right maybe scheduled a call or something but her actions they generated some sort of uh they generated some sort of audit logs right okay. so then you meant uh like she was based on her role or permission she was not supposed to just for assumption right for the sake of discussion she was not supposed to be a host of a call right or mm-hmm. she was not to be able to schedule a new call but then you read the logs and from the logs you figured out that on such and such date at this instance she actually created a call okay. all right so which is against which is not matching with her permissions right which is not matching with her permissions which were assigned to her so there could be two okay. things either she has some permissions which uh, we are not aware of from security point of view right or or uh, the role or permission which has been assigned to her has actually more privileges than what we thought so our understanding of role definition is incorrect or she was able to successfully hack into the system got it right so there are like few policies uh, like few possibilities around this right mm-hmm. so then you should have a system to con- constantly validate that okay your user was supposed to do a and if this uh, do a variation from a right then you should have some sort of uh, you know mechanism to capture it so this whole thing is zero trust and it is so, applicable not only to your cloud infrastructure mm-hmm. or app- it is also applicable to your physical devices right your uh, buildings and everywhere uh data right, abhishek it will be easy for the listeners now to uh, 
jot it down in two steps like uh, you start with identity they followed by authentication and then authorization got it so coming back to the key aspect of the topic for today abhishek so any new initiative in a business is considered as a successful approach when the results are visible so uh key aspect of the topic what are the tangible benefits for the organizations uh when uh when they are trying to adopt this vta uh good question it uh depends a lot on the type of your business as well right so there is no um one specific answer uh for this but uh in general terms uh if we think about it so if uh you you have successfully uh, implemented your zero trust architecture then uh your security metrics and security score improves right and uh, your organization is less prone to getting hacked from somewhere or getting uh, attacked by from an uh, from a bad actor right um and then uh, i mean obviously which uh, eventually translates into savings and uh, translates into uh, you know uh, more profit and also uh, if you have successfully implemented zero trust as i was mentioning there are certain parameters or metrics which people use to uh, quantify their cyber security postures and if you have a really good cyber security postures and let's say you are a software vendor then you can use it in your sales as well that from my competition i am more secure your data is much more bad, uh, in good hands in a better hands than the competition with us right so that is yeah. another parameter which people use and uh, then um, i mean the whole process the business continuity is there right your business continuity doesn't get affected uh, that easily right so that also translates into uh, eventual profits so zero trust is uh, you know kind of is not uh, an important framework which could be followed to achieve such results all right so the benefits are interrelated now so when you're yeah when your results are secure definitely on you're going to avoid all the cost overruns or the maintenance and the threats and uh, yeah. uh, all kind of expenses on the areas right yeah. yeah yeah no yes so it is like for a business uh, like i started uh, my own uh, company recently right so as a mm-hmm. founder or uh, you know for a, uh, for a business owner everything is about how can i uh, improve or you know gain more uh, customers or have a better customer acquisition uh, rate or have a you know better trust with my customers right and how do i increase my profits how do i save more uh, so these things are these things become very critical and important and especially for uh, so it is actually equally important for startups and it is equally important for larger companies or enterprises as well of course because for startup they can establish trust with their uh, with their customers right so see it is ironical that implement zero trust to gain trust of your customers right so that is uh you know that is one very key spark, uh, uh, aspect which people could use uh, in their sales strategy 
and then uh, for large enterprises right even if you are uh, saving you know a small amount of money from a particular process but they have then millions and billions of processes being executed over a period of time so it uh, eventually translates into you know larger savings so i mean for a bigger company or a large enterprise one small attack um, like for example recently you know something bad happened at mgm right and uh, so it's very unfortunate that these things uh, happen but they do happen right and is there is it's not mgm's uh, you know intend to uh, you know kind of get affected or get attacked absolutely right? there are so many threat actors or bad actors out there and they're also smart people they i mean they they are not unfortunately uh, yeah they are also very very smart people so what you can do is like at least at minimum you know uh, apply some basic principles of zero trust to begin with and uh, you know just just validate and have a mechanism to filter out from who is a good actor versus a bad actor of course every penny matters as you said abhishek yeah it's not just for the mgms we come across lot of threats each and every day uh, it's surprising that as the technology evolve at its own pace we also see the threats are also evolving at an equal pace yeah that's unfortunate of course we have to take care of all these uh, by all possible means like you said by adopting cta as such as the some kind of practices like, like this all right yeah. so what do you see as the future trends in cta for multi cloud environments abhishek so how do you think will they impact the roi considerations so um so let's talk about what happened so far so that it becomes easy to explain yeah. the future trends right and yeah. so and this is a very uh, subjective answer uh because i mean a lot changes this industry and uh, is very dynamic right one event uh, happens somewhere in the globe and the whole thing changes upside down right so but uh, so far in zero trust right uh, people have been or industry has been able to uh, implement the verification part for authentication of ids uh, relatively successful successfully right they have been able to uh, implement uh, adaptive authentication you see biometrics you see um, different uh, types of you know uh, ways to implement uh, multi factor authentication is just just not to fa anymore right you have fingerprint and then you do otp and then you enter password uh, a lot of people are uh, a lot of people are uh, you know adapting uh, to uh, to you know passwordless uh, passwordless uh, uh, authentication as well uh, mm -hmm. i know company uh, i know couple of companies who are uh, you know doing passwordless authentication uh, thing like one cosmos is one of them and uh, there are a couple of others right so these uh, these companies are you know breaking the ground uh, really uh, in a good way and people are embracing them and then there is um, 
the, so this part is mature and then multi-factor part is also you know something similar to that then encryption wise also uh, right so this is the second aspect the encryption right so encryption wise also we have been relatively more mature uh, data in rest data in transits there are multiple uh, protocols and algorithms or you know uh, processes to save them uh, or to secure them right so that part is good and then monitoring wise also we are doing okay um, like continuous monitoring is there uh, right so you have tools like splunk or new relic right or uh, datadog who are uh, doing this uh, uh, enabling continuous monitors right and splunk recently got acquired by cisco for 30 billion dollars so that is kind of a testament to you know how these companies are important and they are playing an important role and uh, aws and azure themselves you know they uh, have you know uh, very good monitoring systems native uh, native monitoring systems right and they also facilitate this so we have made some good advance uh, advances over there as well right um i think where um we may go in future and where we think uh, where i think we are lacking a little bit on this is uh, i guess micro segmentation is one of them uh, which means that uh, we uh, break down uh, the network or your attack surface area into smaller uh, you know smaller segments so if one segment gets attacked right the others doesn't get affected right? yeah the, the impact won't traverse through your entire org it just stays over there and then you have a good uh, business continuity plan and disaster recovery in place to quickly recover from that right so this micro segmentation thing uh, should be more uh, simplified right and then uh, again i mean this zero trust whole zero trust thing right this whole phenomena started from something called least privilege access right mm -hmm. we can say that least privilege access is grandfather of zero trust okay um, but then people got so much carried away with other things of zero trust that you know there is a not not a lot of uh, innovation which happened in least privilege access control uh, least privilege access control by definition means that uh, you know every user should have just enough access which they need to get their job done right uh, but then there is no solid mechanism out there uh, r back uh, or a back or b back or whatever it is right i have never seen it happening either people have more okay. access need or they have less access they need and uh, i mean in theory these concepts are pretty solid but it mm -hmm. is practically difficult to implement them in the right way for example if you talk about a back right mm -hmm. uh, with attribute based access control it says that based on some attributes let's say the attribute is like if the user is uh, like uh, if the user belongs to marketing team and then the user's location is chennai right then grant that user access to your video calling portal simple mm -hmm. it's a very simple policy and then whosoever joins marketing team from that location automatically gets that access they don't have to request for that access anymore 
right so it's, it sounds very simple but the problem is that you know we don't have enough people uh, to you know write down these policies somewhere and uh, like there is knowledge scarcity uh, obviously in cyber security you know uh, you know there is always a gap of resources of good resources definitely who understands these things and who could write these things uh, for the organization but there's a larger problem the problem is that uh, you know when uh, let's say if i you give me like abhishek write some policies for our aws environment right i will uh, you know burn my oil and sit overnight and get it done and but by the time once i am done the target system aws itself will change so my policies <laughs> will become meaningless right so it's so dynamic and so fast it is uh, kind of uh, you know things change at a crazy rate these days in your uh, it landscape and so i mean there needs to be a lot of uh, there's a huge gap over here which could be filled which i believe should be you know the next invention or future uh, aspect of zero trust yeah that's fascinating abhishek yes it's dynamic and continuously evolving so uh, let's hope for the best to happen as you said the list was very good like passwordless authentication let it be or uh, even the micro segmentation all these like you said there are some practical challenges in uh, making this happen but let's hope for the best to happen that's what we can uh, say as of now let the businesses leverage zta and ensure protection from cyber security threats i can't believe we reached the end of today's session thanks to the constant flow of insights thank you for grazing our cloud tech talks episode one more time abhishek so what do you feel about cloud tech talks i think i've already asked you but still i would like to know because it's been a long time since we did our previous episode so uh, have you been listening this yeah so no these are uh, thank you for asking that question actually uh, these are very important uh, aspects right uh, for to share the understanding and you know practical uh, experience with others in the industry i have noticed couple of other uh, tech talks uh, like i uh, listen to them and you know the kind of uh, things we get to learn from the, uh, there right it's like a very short and crisp version of a lot of knowledge so it is very helpful and uh, i mean it is uh, you know definitely uh, you know more it adds better productivity to our skills as well right so we can uh, you know we talked about zero trust today and then uh, you know last time we were covering some other topic and then you know there are other experts who come out and you know talk about different things related to cloud computing and as we were saying it changes a lot right uh, all the time so it is always you know now like uh, attorneys and doctors we also have to keep learning all the time of to course. stay up right we are practicing as the doctor say <laughs> Exactly, engineering is also now a practice. Right. So, All right, so listeners, hope you had great takeaways. If you want uh, to know more on this topic, uh, you can reach out Abhishek over LinkedIn. And as I always say, if you are struggling with any crowd. 
cloud related challenges, drop us a short mail to info at the rate of amdisglobal.com. We'll bring the right expert to cover the nook and corner of it. Don't forget to hit the subscribe button for recent episode notification and I'll catch you soon in the next episode. Till then, enjoy your cloud time.